Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2, one Skyway minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. No, I'm Nick Jimenez, 19. And today we are going back to Minute 5, uh, which begins with Cundy. As all things. Uh, yep. It begins with Cundy. Uh, last yesterday ended with Cundy. This this episode starts with Cundy, and ends with Marty saying, "Uh, Jennifer, uh." <laughs> I like that he kind of. I don't know. I, I know this isn't. This is just me reading into it, but he kind of inserts the name as if to be like that. That's who this is, by the way. Right. Well, Jennifer Parker, <laughs> my darling girlfriend. Um, yeah. So, so before we get to, uh, the, before we get to the, to the, to the, uh, to 2015, I want to talk about what, uh, Dean Cundy and our uh, lovely producers had been doing, uh, since Back to the Future. So Dean Cundy, uh, went on to do, uh, he did, you know, two, three very notable films. Mm Mm-hmm. And three that I've never heard of before. <laughs> so he did a movie called Warning Sign, which seemed to be some sort of like thriller horror movie kind of thing. Warning Sign. You then he did a movie know. called Project X, uh, which starred oh, Matthew, with Matthew Broderick about, about yeah. chimps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Helen Hunt. Yeah. yeah. Who was it about Helen Hunt? Well, so he was uh, the DP of that. Um, and then he did, uh, the other one was big business, um, which is a movie with, it's set in the, in, in the 1940s and starred Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin. Hmm. I don't believe you. Yep. It's a, it's a movie called big business. Sure it is. Bette Midler, Lily Tomlin, and they played the Shelton sisters. Good one, Scott. Yeah, Sadie and Rose Shelton, the Shelton sisters. Wink. Um, it also has Edward Herman in it. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, so is there he, is, he, is he like scolding people about their life decisions? I don't know. Um, so those three movies, right? But the big ones that he did uh, between Warning Sign and Project X, he did Big Trouble in Little China. Mm-hmm. In, uh, in 86. And then after Big Business, he did Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And then between between Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Back to the Future Part 2. So I imagine during pre-production of Back to the Future Part 2 and post-production of Roger Rabbit, he went and shot a little movie called Roadhouse. Greatest movie ever made. Pain in all of it, in all of its throat pinching out glory. Just shirtless yoga. What was he doing? No, he was doing like um, Muay Thai. What was it? What was the thing he was doing shirtless in the morning outside of his house? Oh God, I can't remember. Tai Chi. I think it was Tai Chi. Tai, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tai Chi, Tai Chi. But but yeah, uh, yeah. Good old uh, good old Roadhouse. 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 Um, so that's what Dean Cundy had been up to. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy. Legendary Kathleen Kennedy. 
Yeah. Wait till you hear what she did. Kathleen Kennedy and Frank Marshall have the exact same credits uh, between uh, Back to the Future and Back to the Future Part 2, with one exception, which I'll get to. It's on Frank Marshall's uh, list. But uh, together they produced Young Sherlock Holmes in 85, The Color Purple in 85, The Money Pit in 86, An American Tale in 86, Inner Space in 87, Empire of the Sun in 87, Batteries Not Included in 87, then Who Framed Roger Rabbit in 88, uh, Land Before Time in 88, <laughs> and then a movie called Dad, which uh, which starred uh, Jack Lemmon, Ted Danson, and Ethan Hawke as uh, three generations of uh, badasses in a family. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so that's, that's what she did. Man, where's then Frank, where, Frank, Mar- oh, go ahead. I'm just saying I would, I would pay top dollar for like a beautiful hardcover tell all like Kathleen Kennedy, like biography. Yeah. I remember on her nerves podcast, uh, Chris Hardwick suggested the same thing. Um, oh, and man. she said, uh, she said maybe, maybe when I'm retired and he's like, when are you going to retire? And she was like, never. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, she she just produced like the like the third biggest movie of all time, right? So, so I don't, I she d- doesn't seem to have any interest in. Writing She's not even done all. yet. Yeah, I was just um, thinking it, about that. How dope is that? That like, I don't know, man. I was I was like reading some this article on like the Guardian or something. It was about um, it's it, it was about like a retirement fund crisis, you know, because like millennials in America. are you know, there's, you know, they're kind of floundering and we're not, they're, they're drifting. You know what I mean? And so there's kind of this whole thing about, well, how are, how are we going to pay for retirement? You know? And mm-hmm. I like, honestly, I mean, I shouldn't, I'm like 24, but I've like never even thought about retiring or like, well, I got to put money away for retirement. And I think it's because like all of my heroes, you know, worked until they died, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Spielberg, that's what I want to do. Still working. Scorsese still working. And I don't know. I, I love I love seeing like 72, 73 year old Martin Scorsese like talking about stuff and still being so like, oh, yeah, no, it's great. You know, still doing this. And I was like, oh, that's what I want to do. Yeah, totally. Um, So, yeah. So she so her and Frank Marshall both produced all of those movies. Uh, the one exception uh, is that Frank Marshall also produced Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Kathleen Kennedy didn't produce Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Nope. Interesting. I would I would love to hear the story behind that. Yeah. No, she did not. She she had nothing to do with uh, Last Crusade. Did she produce uh, Crystal Skull? Um, let's scroll. I'm up sorry. And find out. What year did that come out? Yeah, she did. She did do. She did do Crystal Skull. Wow, I wonder why she wasn't on board with for Last Crusade. I'm sure it was like a technical like schedule thing, probably. But. Yeah, I'm sure it probably was. Unless she was like, no, I hate it. <laughs> Why are you explaining where he got the scar on his chin? That's stupid. Why is it happening all in one adventure? <laughs> in Within the course of 10 minutes. Um, and then uh, Bobby G uh, took a little TV gig. Yeah. Uh, because uh, Bobby Z went and directed an episode of Amazing Stories. And, uh, and, and Bobby G wrote it for him. Uh, it's called. It was called "Go to the Head of the Class," about a teenage horror buff 
who is so smitten with a sexy classmate that he helps her use black magic on their lonesome, their loathsome English teacher. Nice. Yeah. It also uh, had uh, Christopher Lloyd in it. She as was the teacher? The, yeah, as the teacher. Of course. Remember when he was Switchblade Sam and Dennis the Menace? Yeah. I just remember that today because I was going through his filmography and I was like, oh my God, yeah, he ate all those beans. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say, I just remember him just like jamming on those that can of beans. Um, yeah. Oh, weird movie, right? Weird, weird, weird movie. movie. Yeah. You know who's in it? You know who's in it? Leah Thompson. Is she really, is she his mom? I think she's Dennis the Menace's mom. Wow. If I'm not mistaken. That's amazing. All right. Dennis the Menace. Walter Matthau. Yeah, Buttermaker. Yeah. Um so uh so yeah, so that's what they had <laughs> been up to. Play a character named Buttermaker, that would be the weirdest nickname for someone to have. <laughs> so that's uh that's that's what they had been up to. Um, obviously, Zemeckis, he went and made Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, but isn't that enough, people? Uh, yeah, that's how directing works. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, so he did that, and uh, and then we uh, cut to uh, a skyway full of floating lane markers. Yeah, very, uh, in, in kind of a, a Blade Runner-y amount of, like, clouds up in the air. Yeah. Uh, it, this is uh, Skyway C25, and uh, they're right near the courthouse square exit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they appear in the wrong lane, mm-hmm. uh, and and drive right. They 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 appear right in uh, incoming traffic or oncoming traffic, and and Doc blames a taxi for appearing in the wrong lane. He says like, "Damn taxi cabs!" You're like. We, what you're in the How wrong the lane doc. yeah you're 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 driving into oncoming traffic how is it anyone's fault but yours well in his um, defense scott it, that, that's a mistake that we all make when we take our first skyway test it's true you're in the year 2015 yeah so so uh so we're now in uh 2015 and jennifer has no idea what's going on or to quote marty mcfly somewhat uh bittersweetly the future the future, which it is not anymore. Do you? Uh, well, I'll, I'll get to this in a second, but of course. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's uh, it really. I mean, you jump right into it. It's just like, oh wow, it's it's the future. But but it's funny because they give you this right, so mm-hmm. we get this, and then you know next week we'll talk about this. But we go from this thing where you're just like, wow, the future. Um, this is like Blade Runnery, and and then we go to an alley, and then you get the big reveal, you know, later of of like Marty like walking out and exploring. Sure, the one that um, you've seen on internet all last year. Right, exactly. But I I think it's interesting that we start with this, which is like wow, the future, and then we go low key for a while, mm-hmm. so that we can build Marty. up to the big reveal. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. It's cool. I also I think it's very Blade Runnery. Um, yes. And uh, well, really, just the fact that it's dark and there's flying cars. That's kind of the only thing that makes it Blade and, Runner. And, and smoggy. Yeah, and then, yeah there's some smog. Um, I don't. I don't think it's. A, I think it's just cloudy. But I do. Yeah. I do wonder if this isn't 
a direct reference to Blade Runner. I know. I kind of, I, I, I hate to, I hate to make this observation before we see it, but I, I kind of, I, 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 I wonder, I want to believe that it's sort of a sly, like reveal that, you know, you, you see the alley and you see the skyway and you think that it's going to be like, you know, like Decker. Oh, eating. I've seen this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then the reveal that it's actually a very bright, you know, Steven Spielbergian version of the future. Right. Everything's wacky. Yeah, totally. I think I think that's that's definitely what's going on here. Is it's it's uh, speaking of Blade Runner and uh, Kathleen Kennedy and Steven Spielberg and uh, Gary Marshall, did you know that Sean Young was uh, one of the major uh, considerations for the role of Marion Ravenwood in Raiders of the Lost Ark? Really mm-hmm. interesting. She really wanted to play Catwoman. She wanted to do a lot of things. <laughs> Uh, so not be a replicant, right? So, uh, <laughs> going and uh, going into reference, uh, the alternate drafts. Um, so in the ni- in the 1967 draft, we open on 2015, yeah, and it is. At the it is at let's see we are only two thirds down page one and we're in 2015. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it says that uh, the DeLorean materializes from 1985 and into the path of an oncoming flying truck. Doc jerks the wheel, narrowly avoiding the collision. The angry truck driver sticks his head out the window and shouts, "Stay in your own lane, asshole." Mm-hmm. And then Doc maneuvers the DMC to the correct side of the floating lane markers. Marty and Jennifer are amazed. Doc turns to them with a big smile and says, welcome to the future. Cut to an alley of the future. Okay. That's one way to do it. Yeah. So that's it. Um, That's it. That's, that's the whole like big reveal. I'd like to think. Also, that, I love um, the idea that the alley is called an alley of the future. Like there's like like yeah, like uh like the the Jetsons robot is just like in a trash can. <laughs> yeah. Um Rosie. so that's how they do yeah. it in the uh in this draft, mm-hmm. in the sixty seven draft. Uh it feels like fast forward so so far. It it feels like they're fast forwarding it through stuff because I have a feeling they really want to get to the sixty seven stuff. Like, sure, I, which, I which feel is like that's weird. What they, which is yeah. weird. Like, hey, can we just can we speed past this 2015 mumbo jumbo and get to the 60s? Yeah, Lorraine Flower weird. Child. We all know why we bought a ticket to this thing. It's super weird. Um, okay, and then here's some interesting differences in the paradox draft. So, uh, we get the uh, pouring rain, uh, right right into the path of flying truck. Marty and Jennifer <laughs> scream. You know, Doc moves. The truck driver sticks his head out the window. Again, this is a thing that's not in the movie now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Truck driver sticks and and notice I'm saying truck driver. Uh, in both drafts, it's a truck driver. I have a feeling that when they deleted the fact that the truck driver sticks his head out the window and shouts, in this version, he says, "Stay in your own lane, Maxol." Why? I imagine it's future slang. Oh, they're doing like Frank Miller speak. Yeah. So he Max M A X O L E Maxole. Hmm. Yeah. Weird. 
Maybe in this uh, timeline, Max Greenfield becomes like a monster, and like his name becomes like a curse word. But I, I have a feeling that when they cut the uh, idea of the of the of the truck driver sticking his head out the window, because they probably were like, "Oh, right, we're like these would move really fast." <laughs> what if he guy. sticks his head out and just dies? <laughs> yeah, just gets decapitated instantly. Now, see, that um, was a very important lesson. Don't do that. Right. So I have a feeling that when they cut that. Uh, no pun intended. When they oh. cut that, oh, when they cut that, uh, <laughs> that truck driver's head off. Um, <laughs> when they when they cut that bit, uh, his In my head, head it's Tom Savini doing like a cool cameo that he always does. <laughs> In my head, it's the the guy from Men in Black, um, Tommy Lee Jones. No, no, M- M- Monk. Oh, okay. head blown off. Whatever. My second um, guess would have been D'Onofrio. The the D'Onofrio. Is that better? Yeah. Hey, right. Nineteen ninety-seven. Yeah. Wow. Um, so <laughs> it's like a weird future reference. That'd be really funny in like ten years, guys. Don't worry. Um. <laughs> so so uh yeah so i have a feeling that when they changed it from uh the truck driver sticking his head out the window um i i have a feeling that there was no point in it being necessarily a truck driver sure and i i think i think christopher lloyd changed the line to taxi cab as a reference to taxi the show that he was on okay chris yeah I'm pretty sure that's what's going on there. On, I think Doc. it's a taxi joke. You got to take take into my kids, all right? I'm concerned about my family ties. <laughs> oh my god, I was taking a drink there. I almost <laughs> spit it all over my computer. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry oh that made god. you do that. <laughs> I was just... No, because I just was. You said it. I just pictured them both turning, looking at the camera, and 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 shoe, uh, and then shoe just looking around, like, "What are you guys looking what, at?" I'm new to this. I don't. Know. Yeah. Um. So then the uh, so then the it, it continues, and then Marty says, "What was that?" And Doc says, "Teamster," um, <laughs> in reference to the truck driver. Sure. And then this is the weird part. Uh, an air traffic controller comes over their the radio that is now in the car. Okay, and set it says DeLorean Vector Twelve. This is air traffic control. You've made unauthorized entry into commercial transport airspace. Why the hell wasn't your transponder on? Over. Interesting. So, 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 uh, one, one, they still have to say over, which I think is <laughs> yeah, like well, I, like we do. As as futuristic as 2015 is, people still have to say over on the radio sure. to know when they're done talking. Um, and then the other thing is uh, a little uh, little uh, snippy there, air traffic controller. Maybe because it maybe maybe it's the equivalent of like not having your headlights on on the freeway. Yeah, but you wouldn't get pulled over by a cop, and the cop wouldn't be like, "Why the hell wasn't your headlights on?" Yeah, he'd be like. Well, I mean, I think it'd be have different conversations if he pulled over me and pulled over you. But, right. Well, uh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> didn't mean to take it there. But uh, it's just kind of weird, the idea of there being like an air traffic controller for the freeway. 
Like that seems a little too little tear too little too little Tarian. Well, because it's in. It's, I mean, they gotta. They gotta. They don't have roads, so they can't. Yeah, they, they, well, they don't need road. Road. We don't need roads. We have traffic. we have air traffic controlmen. Right. They gotta um, control air tra- air traffic somehow. Right. Yeah. Um. And the doc says, Roger, we're experiencing minor technical transponder difficulty. We're descending now for a repair over and out. I am so glad they cut this. Yeah. You don't need any of this. Right. And then uh, never go to the Skyway again after that. After the scene. Okay. And then. This is my favorite part. Okay. Because he goes, Marty goes, what the hell's going on, Doc? Where are we? And Doc says, the future. And Marty goes, <laughs> the future? With two question marks. And then Doc points to the time display. He says, Hill Valley, California, 2015. And Marty says, 2015? And then Jennifer goes, 2015? And then it says, Doc quickly holds a pen light device to Jennifer's face, which stroves, and Jennifer immediately passes out. <laughs> it just, she says, 2015. And he's like, go to sleep. Nope. Not doing nope. this. Not dealing with it. Nope, 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 nope. No, this is go me and Marty sleep. time. <laughs> She goes, sleep, shoo, sleep, shoo, sleep. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite thing in the screens. <laughs> I'd almost prefer that if they just make a joke out of how quickly they get her out of the plot. Oh, go to sleep. Because I'm just picturing just Christopher Lloyd's face as being totally blank. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, forgot. Go to sleep. Doc, what'd you do? It's okay, Marty, she's dead. <laughs> It's just you and me now. See, time travel is not just possible, but in the future it will be. <laughs> That's the second Ryan Johnson reference we made this week. <laughs> but not the last. <laughs> All right, can you go for the trifecta? Can you get Brothers Bloom in there somehow? Uh, I've, been, I've been trying. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah, so... Uh... That's interesting. 67's in, in like fast forward and then and then 2015. Fast forward to get rid of Jennifer, but uh <laughs> but weirdly but, into like future highway laws. Yeah, right. Like just overthinking things. Uh but that's that, that I find that really endearing because that's so a problem that I come into when I'm writing. Which is oh, like yeah, for oh sure. no, I need to describe how the future thing were and then I'm stuck on that for a day, and then I'm like, who effing cares? Yeah. Totally. Totally. I feel like I feel like that would be like the cinema sins draft, which is like and of course every rule is detailed and like laid out so that there's no discrepancies in the plot. Right. I also I think it's interesting because you only get a second of it, but you do get the sense that there are layers to traffic. Yes, yeah. Which I think is interesting. There are cars driving on top of other cars. Kind of Coruscant style. Yeah, it almost makes me wonder if um, the way that, you know, the traffic, you know, on the planet Earth, (laughs) it's it's, uh, you know, it's everyone's next to each other, like, you know, stacked sideways on the road. Yeah. And you have like passing lanes, you know, you have the passing lane is on the on the left um, or some people call it the fast lane and like some people spend their whole life there. Right, and some <laughs> some highways have like a carpool lane, and so I wonder if the lanes 
in the skyways are stacked on top of each other vertically. And so, oh, like, yeah. if you want to pass someone, you drop down and drop down into the into the passing lane and pass them and then go back up. Kind of like, um, <laughs> this is, I mean, it's kind of a weird reference, but, like, that's a lot how the flying car mechanics in, uh, did, did you ever play Jack 2? No. In, uh, in the game, Jack and Daxter 2, you could drive, like, hover cars, and they could go, you know, left or right and fly around, but they could also go up or down. Interesting. So you could like, you know, there were times, you know, because it's kind of like a Grand Theft Auto kind of game where you were dodging the police. So like one of my favorite moves was I would like, like it really, you know, fly really close to the ground and the police would be after me. And then right at the last second, I would like pull up and they would like hit a building or like another car or something. Mm-hmm. And then I would like do a Han Solo yell. Han Solo yell. Fair enough. And then uh, John Boyega would be on the ground being like, that's one hell of a pilot. <laughs> um, so, uh, so anyway, um, I think that's all I got for this minute. Yeah, no, we had a, we had, it's already been a big week. Yeah, I do. I like the, the, the detail of Marty and Jennifer trying to look out the window through the rain. Yeah, that's fine. Because they want to see what's going on, but they can't. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I think that's good. There's something so, like, I don't know. I I love, I don't know. I I really like um, Jennifer and Marty's, like, body language or something so, like, we've all been there. You know what I mean? We've all had to share, like, a small car with, like, a girl, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they're totally sitting. I don't know. Just a little stuff like that. Like, I, I just... I'm already kind of shipping a, a, a shoe, shoe gen in a way with Marty that I kind of. Yeah, well, I mean, we're getting a little bit more of them together, together, you know, yeah. like they feel like more of a couple. Well, Claudia think, Wells and... almost felt like out of, you know, kind of like Mary Jane Watson-y, you know, like face a tiger, uh-huh. you hit the jackpot. Yes. And she was much more like Gwen, you know? Yeah, she's she feels much more like. Michael J. Fox's speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So no disrespect uh, to MJ Fox. No, no. Michael A. Fox. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think that's it. I think that's all we got for this minute. So that We're wraps back. up our. Well, we are back and in the swing of things and. Uh, we're we're taking on uh, we're taking on Back to the Future Part Two, um, so we'll be back next week with our first guest. Uh, very excited about our guest next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the meantime, you can go check out our website, BackToTheFutureMinute.com. You can leave comments there on the post of the episodes if you want to do that. You can also email us if you want to get in touch with us that way. Contact at BackToTheFutureMinute.com. We're also on Twitter and Tumblr at BTTF Minute. Uh, we're on Facebook. You can like us there or leave us iTunes reviews because that's really helpful. Helps us out. Uh, Helps us know when we're doing things wrong and we can just continue to do them and make fun of ourselves for it. But be aware of it at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, uh, and then there's there's the Doctor's Companion or Doctor Who podcast, which will be having a new episode on Sunday. So if you need if you need some more uh, uh, Nick and Scott podcasting goodness. 
Uh, you can find that there with uh, with bonus uh, Cassandra Fredrickson. Uh, yeah. Podcasting goodness. And that's at the doctor's companion dot us. Go check that out. Uh, also geek by night, our original audio drama. If you haven't had a chance to check that out, uh, go do that. Uh, episode eight just recently aired. Uh, and it is, uh, we were taking may off. So we're going to be on hiatus for May. So that gives you plenty of time to catch up on the show. But we'll have a little fun Easter eggs in the feed during that time. So be on the lookout. Yeah. So, but yeah, we'll be back in June uh, Mm -hmm. with uh, episode nine, Ghost Story. Um, And we'll. uh, Kind of our our, um, Restless or our. um, what's what's, What's the Buffy episode where they can't talk? Hush? Hush. It's kind of like our first like event episode, you know. I guess so. We're proud. I feel like every episode we do is an event episode. That's true. Um. So so anyway. So so uh, that's at geekbynight.net. Plenty of time to go check that out and catch up. Uh, It's something like. I think I, I I put all of the episodes together to see how long they were together, and I think we 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 have created over five hours of material already. Damn. Yeah, it's like a so, Terrence Malick movie. Yeah, so go, <laughs> so go, or at least what it feels like to watch a Terrence. Malick yeah, movie. God damn it. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a suffering Malick fan these past few years. Um, so go, uh, so go check that out, geekbynight.net, and of course, as always, Star Wars Minute at StarWarsMinute.com. Our patriarchs, our, uh, our papas, and. Uh, Go uh, go check them out, and I think they're probably still on Naboo dealing with battling, and maybe they've gotten to the lightsaber fight at this point. I don't God, know. I hope so. All right, we'll be back next week with uh, with our first guest and a new guest for the show. A brand uh, new guest, someone that you've never guest. heard before. <laughs> uh, never, ne- never on this show. Uh, perhaps, <laughs> He's a new human heard- being. <laughs> Perhaps you've heard them on another show, um, but but anyway, we will uh, we'll be back next week with uh, with our first guest, with Sarah Koenig. <laughs> Bye.